right, peeps, here we are. It's a Friday afternoon. I hope you're having a great start. Well, I think it's the start to the weekend. I don't know. Call me old-fashioned. Call me new-fashioned. Call me whatever you like. Call me on 1300 01 1170 if you'd like to. Get us on the text line as well, 0457 736 736. G'day, afternooners. Thanks for tuning in. However you were listening, SEN welcomes you to what? We like to describe here as our very broad house of worship, and it is broad. We're very spread out, this house of worship today. So here I am again, work from home, a corridor. And the reason we're doing this, we're getting the studios refurbished in Sydney. They're going to be spectacular. And we encourage you to come in and check them out. Uh, so make sure you do it on a day when I'm not there and Coach K is, all right? Coach K presently coming to you live from his living room in Bondi and the only bloke who actually puts in a fair commute on this program today is Dave, our man Dave, the comedy writer down there in Melbourne. So just on the back of that, I think we get Dave on the program a little bit later on today. He's done a sterling job throughout the course of this week, and I think we've we've got him for next week as well. But all right, if you're some sort of funny guy, right, Dave, you need to come up with something funny for us on air, right? He used to write for Sean McAuliffe. Uh, Sean McAuliffe. Is that right? That's right. Yes, we're getting the nod on that one. So yep. uh, there you go. Uh, a great talent. So um, I reckon we put him on the spot at some stage during the course of the next three hours and get him telling us some some really funny stuff. Uh, no pressure, Dave. Uh, you're listening via SENQ 693am in Brisbane, SEN 1170am in Sydney. Download the SEN app. You can do it anywhere at any time. Man, the text messages are coming in already. Uh, we're doing it all thanks to SBS Fence. Remember, portable toilet and temporary fence hire in Sydney. Go and say good day to Alex and the team at sbsfence.com.au. Simon Orchard coming up very shortly. He's talking about the JDH Hockey One League. Give us a greyhound tip surely on that one. Big derby in the A-League tonight, oh, this weekend. It's Sydney FC taking on the Western Sydney Wanderers. That's Saturday night at Allianz Stadium. That's going to be absolutely huge. And, of course, it's Thanksgiving, not here, but in America. And as a result of that, there's three NFL games going on. So we'll check in with our man, RJ Ochoa, from the SB Nation NFL football show. He'll be very happy right at the moment. He's a massive Dallas Cowboys fan, as we know. And those flat-track bullies have done it again to the Washington Commanders. They are now 7-3, and three, the Cowboys. They're undefeated at home, 45-10. to 10. Wow. 45 to 10, they've got it done to start week 12 in the National Football League. Earlier, there was a bit of an upset too. Green Bay getting the job done against the Detroit Lions, 29-22. It wasn't as close as that. It was not as close as that. The score a little bit misleading. The Lions getting a late touchdown. So that was a very comprehensive win uh, all divisional games today. And later on today, we've got the 49ers taking on the Seahawks. In fact, that starts in about... 13 minutes time. So we're looking forward to that one as well. All the usual segments are here. The score update with Coach K. Uh, afternoons amplified. Uh, the two o'clock flock with you. We've squeezed in the Who Am I. Have we got the prize to give away for the Who Am I today? No, it's still shake of the head on that one. Anyway, work to do there, work to do. And Staffy and the crew over there at SENZ will be checking in with Staffy to have a chat as well. Uh, Sean McAuliffe is funny. Uh, LOL. So there you go. Uh, thanks very much for that one. Uh, 461. So there you go. Davey, you've got a fan amongst the listeners. All right, let's get stuck into it. What is making news 
today. Well done to India. They've bounced back after the disappointment of the 50-over loss. They've won this first... Really? I know it was 12.30 in the morning here, so it's, you know, let me assure you, less than 20,000 people were watching, but uh, there you go. They've they've done it. Not a bad game, to be fair. So you score three for 208, you think you're a really good hope, right? Scoring it over 10 and over in a T20 game. Josh Inglis, wow. 110 from 50 balls, 11 fours, eight sixes. So that's a that's a breakout innings for Australia at T20 level for Josh Inglis. But then India captain Surya Kumar Yadav, who is a is a star. I've seen him bat live at the SCG. He is a delight to watch. He scored 80 off 42 balls, was named man of the match in that one. They scrambled home late, one ball to spare. But they got it done, uh, seven wickets down as well. So they've won that first game, India, in this best of five series. The skipper for Australia, would would you believe Travis Head? <laughs> Unavailable for whatever reason. Uh, we can make up our own mind about which reason. No Adam Zamp, but no Glenn Maxwell either. Here's what Matthew Wade had to say post the match. It's a score that we thought we could defend, but um, yeah, India came out hard and played a lot of their shots. These young Indians that come straight out of IPL, they're, they're ready-made for, for international cricket and they showed uh, their class early today. We've got pretty clear plans about the way we want to bowl. Run our fingers across it a little bit and um, yeah, try and nail Yorkers towards the end, but it's easier said than done on, on smaller grounds like this, on good wickets as well. Um, as I said, I thought we bowled pretty well. Jason Berendorf was terrific for us and um, young Sanger to keep us in the game and get wickets when they were going after him, I think was really important. So a lot of positives to take out of it. Uh, four more games to go, so hopefully we can uh, get on the board soon. So Tanvir Sanger, two for 47 from his four overs, so a little bit expensive. Jason Berendorf, one for 25 from his four, including a maiden. So that was, as Matty Wade said there, uh, some very good bowling by the Australians to go with Josh Inglis's good batting. Speaking of batting, Mohamed Kaif, the former India batter, has doubled down on what he said earlier about, I'll never accept that India weren't the best team in the World Cup, the best team on paper. Davey Warner struck back at him. Uh, he said, I like MK. The issue is it does not matter what's on paper. At the end of the day, you need to perform when it matters. Totally agree. That's why you have finals. That's why we're not first past the post. Davey also signed off with 2027. Here we come. So we'll have to wait on that one. Uh, and then Mohamed Kaif has struck back on this one. Guess what? On social media. He's got about 1.6 million followers on X, formerly known as Twitter. It was Australia's day in the final. They won. They are World Cup winners. More facts. India comprehensively won 10 games. They lost the 11th. They had the best bowlers and the batters. They were the tournament's best team. Both facts on paper and on field. Relax, Australia, wrote Mohamed Kaif. You just got to play to your strengths, don't you? Like that 1.6 million followers or the 1.3 billion cricket fans over there in India compared to the 25 million Aussies. Mohamed Kaif, he's just playing to his strengths and... And fair enough about that. So when you're back in Australia, you can play to your strengths. Nathan Lyon was on the front bar last night, and he's taken a shot at the to and froms, the Poms, and their Kiwi coach, Brendan McCullum. He's talked about baseball. And, all right, let's have a listen to Nathan Lyon last night on the front bar. You saw it firsthand, up close. What do you make of baseball? Um, well, I'm 2 0 against Basball, so I'm pretty happy. <laughs> um, what is it? I don't understand. Uh, what is it? It's just batting quickly or something, uh, isn't it? What is it? To me, it's a load of shit, if you ask me. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, um, it's a brand of cricket that the English want to um, keep going on, and now it's in a dictionary. It's pretty, pretty <laughs> remarkable, isn't it?
get stuck in, Nathan. Get stuck in, Nathan. That's right. Series 2-0 up when he was playing. 2-0 up when he was playing. So don't you like to see that? Showing a bit of personality. Well done, Nathan Lyon, on that one. But again, playing to your strengths, all right? You're in the long room at Lords. You're probably not saying that one. But anyway, well done, Nathan Lyon, on that. You can have your say. Uh, might give us a talk topic on the back of that as well. Let's get to some rugby league news now. This is different to what we had yesterday. Michael Maguire looks like he will not be the New Zealand Kiwis rugby league coach. This is on the back of thrashing Australia 30-0. So the NZRL board, uh, he fronted earlier this week. And despite the fact that we all thought that they were going to say, yes, yes, no problem. Uh, they've basically said, you need to choose. You need to choose the Blues or the Kiwis. And it looks like Michael Maguire will commit to New South Wales at this point. So New South Wales Rugby League will be very happy to hear that. But uh, to, could he have done the both jobs? Of course he could have. That's my firm belief, right? I think Michael Maguire had the same belief. And yet here are New Zealand cutting off their nose to spite their face. Will they get another uh, former Kiwi great in to coach them? Probably. It'll probably be Stacey Jones. And will they go as well as Michael Maguire? Probably not. But there you go. Uh, just cutting off your nose to spite your face. I can't believe it that the New Zealand Rugby League have done it. Now, we've got Manly Warringah Seagulls. They've been over in the US. They're looking to get things in order for when they go across. How good's this one? Right? What are you going to do in November? Oh, we'll go to New York, Las Vegas, uh, LA. Yep, we'll go to LA as well. That'd be good. That sounds good. So CEO Tony Mestrov, Coach Anthony Seabold, and Head of Football John Bonacera. They've jetted back into Australia. So they've held talks with uh, the owner, Scott Penn, over in New York. They went to um, the Brooklyn Nets game. That's fantastic. They watched LeBron James play for the Lakers. This is good. Houston Rockets, got to see them in a game. This is fantastic. What a trip. Uh, went to Vegas. We're training at USC. So that's University of Southern. What a trip. How good is that? Well played you, Manly. That's just one of those associated benefits of being a part of this trip into Vegas. And I think they're going to launch it 12th of December. I like this, what they said. They're going to invite US media. Right. How many US media are going to take up the invitation? What's there? Oh, mate, we've got, um, uh, we've got Nico Hines. All right. <laughs> Sorry, mate, can you, who's Nico Hines? Uh, anyway, uh, and they look like they might be doing something in LA and Utah. Why Utah? Join the dots on that one. Utah, Utah. Mike Cannon-Brooks, part owner of the South Sydney Rabbitohs. He's also part owner of the Utah Jazz. So that is starting to make a whole heap of sense. He's also worth about $20 billion, I think, last Last we checked. So that makes a whole heap of sense on that one. Uh, Cameron Smith, let's get to some golf. Cameron Smith, he's vowed to uh, make sure he makes the cut. What about that? He was plus two. What do we say? He was at 108th. I think he's just starting his round. I think he's just starting his round. So we'll keep you updated with that throughout the course of the afternoon. Lucas Herbert is the one that's come out and gone ballistic at the back end of yesterday. So... Uh, as it stands right now, this is the Australian PGA coming to you live from Royal Melbourne. He is eight under and a co-leader, uh, and he's through hole 17. So he's equal with uh, Moscatel. And then we've got Minji Lee at seven under. 
Uh, most of these guys, uh, well, Minji Lee hasn't started his second round as well. And then there's a host of guys that are there at five under. So we'll keep you updated with that. But Cam Smith, yeah, he's, he's I'm telling you, if you're an official up there at the Australian PGA and the ball's in the rough and it's Cam's, you just kick it back out onto the fairway. You just need him there for Saturday and Sunday, please. That would be Fantastic. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. 1170 If you want to be a part of the program today, lots of people text messing, messaging. Um, someone just said as well. Yeah. Thank you, 930. Uh, now, before we go to the break, we've got our talk topic for today. And it's on the back of a little yarn from Ronaldo Molotalo on nrl.com.au. Uh, he talked about how there are times when his verbal stash, very lippy. Very lippy is Ronaldo Mulatalo. And I can tell you that firsthand when I played Oztag against him. Very lippy, Ronaldo. But anyway, uh, he said sometimes it does the team and himself more harm than good. He's talking about round five. He was going head-to-head with Ed Cozy, leading 20 nil after 19 minutes. No problem. Next minute, New Zealand Warriors win 32-30. So uh, Ed Cozy is probably one of those games you look back on and go, oh, far out, Mulatalo told nrl.com if you're going to bark you've got to be able to back it up so through the course of history those players who like to bark didn't mind having a little bit to say what a chat a sledge mental disintegration whatever it is you want to call it let us know 0457 736 736 $100 cash up for grabs all thanks to Tristan and the team at top foot Paul Langmack was very chirpy very chirpy, Paul Langmack. So, uh, and a cricket one. I've got a cricket one from a little bit later. A uh, little known, but um, it certainly was very, very funny at the time. So, get those coming in. 0457 736 736. Up next, though, we're speaking to former Kookaburra, Simon Orchard. It's finals time in the JDH Hockey One League.